0: with you, Susan Rosen.
1: Hi, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and today I have a great guest by the name of Kari. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kari (laughs) Klein. Sorry, we just had a discussion about about names and and, uh, pronunciations. Um, And Kari Has a really interesting background. I'm just going to give a little highlight of it and then we'll get into it um, more into it when we get into the podcast. And Kari is a um, well, I don't know, is it a you are or you were a chiropractor? Um,
2: I am a chiropractor, but I am considered a non practicing chiropractor at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Non licensed. Yeah.
1: I didn't want to misspeak. About That's that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so you but you were yes. a chiropractor for 16 years in the clinical setting. Yes. Absolutely. Which is dealing with patients and yeah all of that. Yeah. Um and I have my little my little cheat sheet here. So um and you have just transitioned out of the clinical practice, I believe. Yes, just
2: this is my just, first month.
1: Oh boy, excitement. Yeah. <laughs> um and you're doing that because you uh, felt a, a pull to explore and engage in a different view of health, healing, and human capacity from an mm-hmm. understanding of principles, building mm-hmm. science and spirituality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. That's
2: mm-hmm.
1: very concise and, and it sounds so exciting. Oh,
2: it just um, warms my heart hearing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's good. At least I said it right. <laughs> So
2: good. <laughs>
1: um, so, and um, let's see. I also there's something, and maybe we can we can talk about this to start off with. I I liked um, your other that sentence that you started this bio with, which is that you are an ever evolving fusion of knowledge and wonder. Yes, and I found that very intriguing. Um, maybe <gasps> we can we can talk about that. And I'll just add that um, I invited Kari on so that we could look at health and wellness from a different point of view Mm -hmm. than the Mm -hmm. traditional, um, which is what I've been trying to explore in a lot of these interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, Since my my view of health and wellness over the past year, year and a half has really expanded to an understanding that it's everything in our lives and it's not just, you know, what's our temperature today or mm-hmm. my back is hurting or any of that. It, it's really our whole lives. It's our money. It's our uh, family relations. It's how we feel when we wake up in the morning. It's how we view the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and your, our health, our body, our physical health is a part of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's not where it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the the mm-hmm. boundaries of it. It really is everything about our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but back to your ever evolving fusion of knowledge and wonder.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's it's amazing when you start to see the through line of your of your life and what you mm-hmm. know kind of brought you to this right to this moment. And um, but it's interesting what you just said there. And, and something I noticed is that. You're right. A lot of people um, can can kind of miss it's innocent, get missed that your health isn't is is part of right this whole health and well being encapsulates everything, but also that your health is actually an extension of your view of reality, and that's why I'm stepping out of clinical practice because once you're in clinical practice, it's like you're you're just far enough downstream. Mm-hmm. that it's really difficult to take people to that place of of wonderment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I say like knowledge, like I will always be learning. I am, Yeah, I love learning and yeah. I love knowledge and I, but I, you have to have a sense of wonder because knowledge has a bit of a finite end to it mm-hmm. and then knowledge grows. So it's kind of like what we know is only just the edge of what we currently know. And that's same for every human, yeah. yeah. right? So people say, well, I know. And I'm like, well, you know what you know, but you don't know, <laughs> right? Because we uh-huh. don't all know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so I guess that's where it comes from is that sometimes we get this insatiable need to, to learn, um, feeling like that's going to get us what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And the, the curiosity for me was like, well, hold on a second. What if I could learn and have knowledge Um, and yet have a curiosity that there's actually a deeper knowing, and knowledge is going to continue to grow, but me learning it doesn't, um, isn't going to be the source of my wholeness, it's Mm. an addition to, Mm
0: -hmm. which
2: is amazing, same with health, right, like, your health is, um, it's, it's, there's just distinctions that are different that I'm using, Mm -hmm. um, but that I couldn't disentangle in practice, so that's why I had to just kind of, shift to say okay i'm going to have a different conversation and pull people upstream mm-hmm. for them to see their health their life their leadership their passion their purpose in a different way okay.
1: okay yeah it it's interesting when you were just talking about that and about and about knowledge um in the in some of the asian traditions you know knowledge is is that being it is the mm. the um where you're living from mm,
2: yeah
1: right it's not yeah. it's not the intel not necessarily the intellectual knowledge yes. yeah. it's it's the knowledge that you have in your in your whole body and of your whole body and of your mm-hmm. whole life um, mm-hmm. and i and i think that that i get the feeling that you're kind of pointing at that kind of knowledge as opposed to <laughs> you know just how many books have you read Right, right,
2: right. And, and how much smarter? Re- how many? Right. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, and how much
1: of it did you remember? Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at our schooling. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many books do we have? How many? Yeah. I mean, there's intellect, and it's 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 an amazing tool. Like our mm-hmm. brains are like fantastic, and I'm I have a neurology bend and interest mm-hmm. in when I practiced, certainly. Mm-hmm. But there mm-hmm. is a deep knowing and a wisdom that already resides within us and has come with us through the millennia that is actually unfolding as well, but it gets, it gets very little airtime. And so it's interesting to, when you look in that direction, what starts to open up?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, so since you're coming out of the, out of the clinical, Mm -hmm. which is more, I don't know, hands-on, I mean, I don't know how else to kind of describe it. It's, um, As a, as opposed to um, that, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of you know the, the whole, the whole person. But it wasn't that you weren't dealing with the whole person already. Mm-hmm, There's just a mm-hmm. different, different feel to it. I guess. Yeah,
2: I, I would say mm-hmm. uh, what I notice is that. Um, chiropractic as a discipline, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole philosophy as it, mm-hmm. of it, but that's right. what drew me in. The philosophy of chiropractic really aligns with human physiology, which is what mm-hmm. sparked my, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to head there instead of medicine. But <clears throat> if you were to look at it as a discipline, we're really used to things becoming specialties. And so then you become an expert in an area, right? And so you can be a little bit siloed. Now, chiropractors tend to be less siloed because we mm-hmm. do look at the whole, mm-hmm. right? We get that the experience of back pain isn't coming from just the injury to the back. It's also a lot of other things that are going on. Or if someone has a knee issue, it could be coming from their hip. Like it's, you know, it's just not the knee. <laughs> so we we are a little bit more big picture in, in that view. Um, but what I would say feels the biggest difference is going from, you know, the expert where someone's looking for information and for advice is, you, is I've gone from an advisor role because I would give advice. But I started to see how little difference the advice made.
1: Interesting. Right?
2: And so I thought, wait a sec, I went in this for a big impact. And then I started to say, okay, well, if the nervous system is running the show, because it is physiologically running Mm -hmm. the show, um, hold on, what's informing the nervous system? And I started to see what it is, it's it's your view of reality. Mm -hmm. And what I started to see is that people's views of reality weren't, weren't grounded in principles or truth. Mm -hmm. It just, it just wasn't grounded because we get trained into it being outside of us and it's just, Uh, it's just not out there. Yeah. Right. So you do look to an advisor, right? If something's wrong with you, like if you inherently think there's something wrong with it, you're going to go to an advisor. And, and I don't want people to hear me in discounting that you would do that. Like if Mm -hmm. I had a knee issue, I would, I would Mm -hmm. go get it checked. But that's a small subset of what is my view of me in the world and interaction Mm. and how am I informing my system what is my relationship to the problem Mm -hmm. most of my patients I couldn't pull them away from the relationship of their problem because no no no, like that was the problem and I'm like "Eh." and it was hard to pull them upstream of it yeah
1: I I can see I can see how that would be I can see Mm -hmm. how that would be because we as human beings don't like to deal with things that that aren't concrete and black and white and you know, so it's kind of like, yeah, my knee's bothering me. It must be something wrong with my knee. You right. know, it could be my hip that I can right. see because they're connected, but right. mm. my mind, eh, it, you know, it's a little little yeah. harder. My inner wisdom, eh, yeah, you, know, yeah. you, gotta, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's scary. It's almost scary yeah. because it's like, I don't know what to do with all that other stuff. I know, exactly. you know, you can, you can give me something. You can give me exercises. You can give me whatever. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I can give those. you an ointment. I can do an adjustment. Thank you. Um, you can get medication. Mm-hmm. Right. And it addresses the knee, which yeah. I'm not saying there's not an importance there. Cause mm-hmm. you know, people need to be mobile and they need to, to walk, oh, yeah. Yeah. but there were times where, you know, well, it got to the place where I, when I saw patients, they honestly would be like, well, you'll find it because <laughs> like the complaint itself was downstream of something else. And so Uh looking to that was always interesting. And they did start to trust me in that way that there was a little bit of upstreamness, even in their physiology, even if that's the only place I could take them. Um, But there were a lot of times people with low back and they'd just be like, why, why are you looking at my, my uh, occiput, the base? And I'm like, because because that plays to your function. So it's just, it's interesting. Uh Right. But Uh but well, what started to happen as much as i was able to expand things is that at the very end of the whatever conversation we were having any freedom someone saw or a new glimmer into something new they'd be like okay but you're going to adjust my back right and i'm like yeah then, oh i think you just missed all the other stuff <laughs> so it just started to feel like oh darn right like oh darn like we got you upstream and then you just like zipped out the out the river <laughs> so That was a little piece of, of the pull of why it's like, okay, well, I think I need to experiment in a different way. Yeah. And to speak to why people find it confusing is because our minds are designed to be thinking Mm -hmm. and where this wisdom or our innate Mm -hmm. intelligence, innate health is coming from does not reside in your thinking. It's actually outside of it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
2: So Mm -hmm. how could your mind ever wrap its head around it? It can't. So that's when people are like, I just can't figure this out. And I go, because that's not the tool we're going to use. And they're like, oh, and then they don't even know where to go. Right. But it's a really, you can get people there and they can sense it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And I know that you are in this work too. You know that, (laughs) you know, that deeper feeling, right. You Uh know, that deeper sense of well-being, and it's a wellspring there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's um, yeah, it's, it is kind of interesting and I just lost my thought. Well it'll come back. Um
2: <laughs> they always do.
1: I know. Or if it's not important it won't. It
2: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Um,
1: yeah. But I I can see I can see how once you start expanding to other things
2: mm-hmm.
1: and trying to connect and and um tell other people about that, you know, mm-hmm. point them towards that. Mm-hmm. That, that could after a while start to be a little frustrating maybe um I hate to make it sound you know so negative mm-hmm. but it's just it's just um it's just kind of like okay well but th- this is what I want to do right mm. this is what I'm seeing yeah
2: yeah
1: um yeah
2: I couldn't bring the full expression of me to it anymore
1: yeah
2: th- that's what I kind of felt like was happening uh-huh. is that and mm-hmm. I did, I had an art form that I had crafted and you know, all the patients said, my gosh, you were the best chiropractor I ever went to. And it was so heartwarming. And I'm like, that is that is wonderful. However, I can't bring the full expression of me to the impact I'm wanting to have. And mm-hmm. what maybe this is something you've experienced is that what I started to see is that no matter what advice and good things you, you bring to uh, practice is that if people don't have their bearings, Hmm. all the best advice doesn't make a difference. It'll make a slight difference, but it'll be transient at best. And that's why I see people in these, I could see them. They were in these cycles like, okay, oh, I got the knee fixed. Okay. And then they would go do that. Oh my gosh. Now it's my back. Like you could just see the cycle. And I was like, wow, this, this is tough because this feels very real. And when I would pull people out of that view of it and saying, really, there's something in Outside of your knowledge base, outside of your current knowing of yourself, that is actually going to make the bigger difference. Mm-hmm. Some people heard it, some people didn't. So it's but you know, some people have happily come along the journey with me and have been delighted. And there's others that are like, Kari, I don't get you. I don't know what's going on over there. And they're just not ready. And that's okay. Like yeah. I'm, I'm okay with both. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, oh no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because it's just when you were when you were just saying about that, what came to mind was that you know people are out of balance
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and that's mm-hmm. why you can fix their knee and then it pops out somewhere else sure and then you fix that and it pops out somewhere else it. and it's just because they're, the the whole body and mind is just out of balance totally. and it's, it it's just, a
2: bit of a game of whack-a-mole
1: yeah exactly yeah
2: at mm-hmm. people's health like i see the intakes and here's the interesting thing. I see the intakes and see how exhausted they are in all the things that they are trying to do with mm. valiant efforts. And I would have so much compassion and empathy because it's exhausting when your heart, when your health starts to take a turn. Yes. Um, But the game of whack-a-mole is itself exhausting. And it's like, I just wanted people to just like ease into their own, what was right with them to start.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: if I could get them to look in that direction, it did start to look a little less daunting. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whack-a-mole game is, um, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it
1: it is. It takes a lot of energy.
2: Totally does, and it and it pulls you away from what's innately already perfect with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And not mm-hmm. to say you're not going to do some of the things, right? This doesn't take away the doing, but it gives you a new frame to see it in.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's not.
2: It's not. It's not
1: like it's necessarily the magic wand.
2: No, that you just touch it and everything goes away. You know, I mean, it's no. still, we're still a physical body. <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, <clears throat> under gravitational forces, that's under right. an environment and eating food, like there's all of yes. that that plays mm-hmm. in, right? Like that plays in. That's right. But when you're only focused there, yeah. it's 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 an unending game that actually won't produce the results you're actually looking for.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. That's true. And, and yet the thing that comes to mind as well is that once, once we can see where that balance is, and and how all these things kind of go together, mm-hmm. um, then it actually starts to turn so that our focus does become even more so of, oh well, what am I putting in my body? Oh, mm-hmm. what am I eating? Oh, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Am I sleeping? I mean, all mm-hmm. these other things start to to come more into the picture and people totally. can start actually seeing them and how it's all a big puzzle that just kind of yeah. all goes together
2: yeah um, i i always feel like it it feels like the puzzle you're so desperately trying to put together <laughs> yeah. you just can't find those pieces right. and all of a sudden you look in a new direction and the pieces just kind of float out of the air and they go and you're like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. And and I would say that that's the feeling most people have is that they get this view and then they go, well, holy smokes. Like now it's not, I need to motivate myself. Now it's like, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't I feel compelled to drink more water versus yeah. I should drink more water, which has all these like feelings of shame and ugh. like there's a lot of heaviness to them. Mm-hmm. But when you see something new for yourself, it just mm-hmm. feels... Like self-evident and obvious so why would you need anyone to advise you you would just go oh yeah no products.
1: that's <clears throat> that's um Speaking i of. i yeah i started yeah really i started on on my health journey mm. um many years ago mm-hmm. um 1989 mm. 88 and i don't remember um <clears throat> when i just felt like shit i mean i'm just i had no, literally had no energy. My brain wasn't working. I mean, just really bad. Um, and I ended up, I ended up going to an allergist just Mm -hmm. because my family has a lot of allergies. So that's always the first place I go. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and it turned out that I did, I had a lot of, um, I don't know now they might call it food sensitivities, a combination of food sensitivities and food allergies.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and so I ended up with this very long list of things that I couldn't eat Mm -hmm. some of which are still on the list Mm -hmm. but you know um, you know the whole with dairy cows anything from a cow Mm -hmm. um, wheat you know and and just you know we don't need to go into the whole list but Mm -hmm. point being is that um, I found it very easy to stay away from all of them because I felt so bad when I ate them Mm
2: -hmm.
1: right so it's kind of one of the kind of like what you're talking about right it's like I I had been eating them all and it would have been very easy and I and I do even now every once in a while I'll I'll cheat a little bit right Mm -hmm. I'll have some a little bit of dairy cheese I still can't do milk itself but um excuse me and occasionally I'll have some wheat Mm -hmm. um, but 99% of the time, <laughs> I don't go anywhere near any of it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's because I know how, how much it just throws my whole system off, brain included. Um, and so that, that's kind of, it, it's kind of the same kind of thing because yeah. everyone is always like, oh, but it's so hard to stay. It's like, like no, it's not hard to stay away from it. If you can't keep your eyes open when you eat it, it's very easy to stay away from it. Yeah.
2: Well, and the analogy is like, if you knew it was you uh, poking yourself in the eyeball with a pen, you would stop doing it. But what most people would don't hope. know is they think it's coming from somewhere else. So they keep yeah. poking themselves in the eyeball because until you know it's you, yeah. it's hard. Yeah there there's like that the obviousness and honestly like anytime someone gets a new view of something like you did you got that Uh view and you got that experience and you went Uh it's like the v8 thing like you go oh my gosh and now it's just self-evident people go oh my gosh you're so strong wow you're so good that you can do that you're like no i just get what's going on like i just have a new understanding and understanding is everything once you have the understanding the, the steps are easy but what what you and I would point to is that most people um, don't have a good understanding and not in a judgment way, just Mm-mm. when you don't have where life is actually coming from,
1: right?
2: like this experience of this inside out experience, it really feels like you have to manage out there and that yeah. I have to do it all. And that I, like it becomes very eye heavy and that's exhausting yeah. and I hit oh. burnout. So that's where mine was just like, boom, I like, I, I've got to look at this a different way. How can I be a healthcare practitioner? And experience burnout. If that makes zero sense, <laughs> but it's not unusual. It is. It is so common, but it is not natural. Yeah, it's not natural. No. But we're talking about it no. like it is, and I'm like, no, it's just common. There's no. we're operating from the wrong principles, and so then so when I got it, I was like, oh, oh, right, <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those. But the cool thing is, is when you see it, then it's not like exhausting to try and change it it's like instantly it's it's a different experience for you
1: mm-hmm. mm. yeah the
2: time and effort thing It's kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it's uh um yeah and it can be a moment to moment right mm. i mean it can literally be one moment you don't see it and the next moment you do
2: it's happened to me several times yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: (laughs) And you didn't learn. Okay. I got it.
2: (laughs) No, but like you you see something new, right. When you keep looking in that direction. So one of my mentors said something really profound to me um, as I began to kind of lean into this area of work Mm. and doing this. And he's like, it's not the fact that people um, don't want to see it. It's the fact that they just won't look. Mm. So as I'm pointing them in the direction.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Right. They, They go, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I said, "Mm, it's not an idea. How about you take a look? And there's resistance there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that resistance is what's keeping you where you are. And they're like, what? And I'm like, just look. So he did, it was funny to me. He used the analogy and I've used it with many clients since. And it's like, we're at a party and I've just gone to the bathroom and you've come up to me and said, oh great, okay, I don't know this. Uh, Where's the bathroom, Kari? And I go, oh, it's down the hall to the right and just take a turn. And they go, okay. Well, how do you know? And I go, Well, I was just there. And you just asked me. So it's just down the hall to the right. Go look. And they're like, I don't know if I like really believe that you know. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> okay, but that's weird. You're asking me where it is. I'm telling you where it is. I'm saying it's down the hall to the right. And you just won't go look. Right. And then eventually they go, Oh, fine. So they go down the hall and they're like, Oh, hey, there it is. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing. And my clients bring it up all the time. They're like, Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, they'll be like, Oh, right. Down the hall to the right. I'll just go look. Because most people are interested but they actually won't look. And so then they're still in their brain trying to figure it out. I'm like, it's not there. And they're like, but if it's not there, I'm like, okay, go go look here. And they won't. (laughs) So it's actually a fun game. It starts to be quite light and people can make fun of themselves. So it feels less heavy. Yeah. You know, health feels heavy for people. Like, oh, I'm bad. Oh my God, I'm not doing it. (gasps) Right. But like, what if there's just somewhere else to look? And they're like, well, somewhere else to look. And I'm like, well, have you ever played hide and seek? It's kind of fun, right? And they're like, well, yeah. It, it is kind of, it's kind of exciting. Okay. That's how we're going to play it. And that changes the energy of looking at your health. Uh,
1: interesting. Yeah. What, anyway, if, you, you can don't, feel what if you don't like the it, game right? of hide and seek?
2: Okay. Maybe you don't like hide <laughs> and seek. So, well, again, remember I said the nature of this inquiry is you've got to be curious. That's right. Yeah. If someone is stuck in their I know yeah, and this is it, that's uh-huh. okay. That's theirs. Yeah. But there's no curiousness there. If there's no curiousness, then you're not going to hear it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's okay too uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah
1: Yeah. no that's yeah. Funny. i'm just i'm trying to think why why i don't like hide and seek
2: does it feel scary when you find them
1: uh it i have a feeling that my brothers probably used to mm. scare me
2: that could be it on purpose right. oh, yeah yeah see now i love hide and seek i think it's incredibly funny um but you're right that analogy wouldn't fly for everyone you'd <laughs> be like wait i really don't want to do that that's terrible <laughs> <I> know, exactly <laughs> see isn't that awesome we all I'd have rather, that i'd rather really.
1: just i'd rather just go down the hall and go to the-
2: too, like right let's just go just go down the hall and look i know yes true true <laughs> very,
1: funny. very well funny. but that but that's human nature right we all <laughs> yeah things things resonate with everybody differently mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. um
1: you have to find the one that works, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, If you wouldn't mind me sharing, I I, I think Uh this is one of the things that shifted me from what I was doing to what I am doing is that, Mm. because I had followed my curiosity from my science and, and said, Oh, okay. So, you know, science knows this much, but you know, it's also discovering. So it's also on the edge. And I started to see that um in all of the ologies immunology physiology embryology I mean there really was a miraculousness to it all Mm. and the more I looked I did an entire year study of cellular biology it's all I studied was cells wow which is fascinating because we have trillions of them and Mm -hmm. that each one of them is a universe in and of itself yeah (sighs) so like we think oh the universe and I'm like yeah no yeah the universe like we're it we are the experience of the universe as well. Like it's in us. So that was my fascination and which is why I couldn't go to like so much of the knowing it had to be along the philosophy lines of, Mm -hmm. you know, health, health is happening through us. Healing occurs. It's an inside job. And so that's where chiropractic philosophy, philosophy aligned for me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: But what I, what I even started to see further was that if (laughs) beyond the Like if you if you think that this is the problem, your focus remains there, Mm -hmm. and so you have to be able to broaden it, right? And so Mm -hmm. I think I think there is something in that that has been the bigger pull to see that what science currently knows is just what science currently knows, and that the inquiry takes you to places that things can appear and things can we can become aware of something that we actually never knew and that is the piece it's it's a little bit more in the quantum realm mm-hmm. um you know that things are tethered but you can't see it it's bringing that invisible to visible and i i would say that that's what's felt to be the most helpful for people mm-hmm. is that once they saw that there was something beyond the box of their current issue problem challenge mm-hmm. is like that gave a whole new like it's like whoosh, whoosh, it all opened and like oh there's a whole lot more to explore here, which is great. It's a freeing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. of so trying to fight yourself out of a box.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they, they've learned so much, I mean, about the inside, right? Mm-hmm. About the cells mm-hmm. and how the cells work and how, how mm-hmm. um, they, they think, mm-hmm. you know, really just like we do.
2: They totally do. They're, they're yeah. communicating all the time. Yeah. 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 And, and they it's... can, and they can do it without chemical messengers. And that is, that is true. Like people say, Oh, that's, that's quantum nonsense. And I'm like, it's not because if you are actually frightened, your system is flooded with adrenaline immediately. Your brain won't even comprehend what has gone on because it happened so immediately. There's no way that it can be lock and key. So the future of Medicine, or I say, the future of well-being yeah. is really not in the the biochemical realm, lock and key messenger signals. It's going to be from the quantum. It's more the biophysicist realm, like biologists and physicists are now working together. Like that's yeah. the level yes. of where health is actually going, mm-hmm. and that is so exciting. Yeah, yeah, right. Because like we're all encapsulated. It's it's almost like a mother's intuition. There you go. We, you have it. Right. Uh, You you don't develop it. And there's times where I'm with my husband and sometimes actually he spends a bit more time with my little guy parenting, mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, because I'm, I'm sometimes busy in the evenings and then I'll be with Jake. And all of a sudden it's like, I just swoop in and do something and he goes, how'd you know to do that? I'm like, just there. Right. But that's that piece as well. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, he is, intimately tied to me like Mm. his essence came through me in physical form so I mean energetically we're all attached but you know like there's a mother's intuition I mean how Uh how much closer could you get to another human besides actually having them grow inside you
1: yeah
2: it's the it's the wildest coolest thing so when you speak to yeah it's not just health it's like yeah this all of this stuff starts to relate to how you are in relationships how you are in your career how you know, the expansiveness of, you know, your relationship with money and money uh-huh. is just money. We just have so much emotion attached to it, but like, oh, yeah. you know, right. It's, it gets a very sticky, it's very sticky and heavy. Um, but it'd be like, what if you could have some freedom around it? And that's what uh-huh. you speak to, right. Yeah. Your audience. Oh so, yeah. I mean, that's huge.
1: Yeah. Oh no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's um, again, it's very freeing. It's very freeing for, for a lot of people,
0: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: you know, And um, I'm trying to think who I was, who I was listening to might've, might've been actually been Jamie um, long time ago and, and or not, I can't remember. Um, Mm -hmm. But whoever it was, was saying that, that, well, you know, if, if you're doing something, if you're in a situation or whatever and you don't, you don't like it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know the, the whole thing, in in the inside out is, is about, you know, you changed your thought, Mm -hmm. but the way you described it, which I think a lot of other people can kind of get more easily is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that all you, you know, if you think about, think about your thought as a pair of sunglasses that you've got on
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you know, it's like, I really don't like, I mean, it's got too much red in it or whatever, you know, it's easy. Just take the sunglasses off and change them put a different pair
2: on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's a say, whole new way. Huh? Totally. But but, yeah. but for the most part have you not experienced this that <clears throat> people don't experience their reality as thought. Until you see it no. as a thought, it actually looks real. It doesn't look changeable. Right. Yeah. And so the awareness of where, you know, thinking is generated and that is 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 that immense place of like massive transformation because once you see uh-huh. it yeah, as the mechanism of what's bringing forward your reality
1: mm-hmm.
2: um it's it feels like no it's something i have to work on yeah like, oh, it's like oh, no you can just oh, change oh. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just let it go yeah. so
1: get another yeah. one but
2: yeah and, and then the, <clears> this, this is where you and i before we even started recording talked mm-hmm. about where some of the distinction starts to be is when people become so hardly identified, like if you think of ourselves as human beings, mm-hmm. we're so hard identified with mind body. Mm-hmm. And then there's the being, there's the essence of us. But if you become hard identified with mind, whatever it's ticking up there and telling you and your self-concept and all of that and body, there's no space to say, oh, let's just take the sunglasses off because you're identified with it. But if you see that there's actually a space before that, that could actually go, hold on, I'm wearing sunglasses. Right. So mm-hmm. there's even that piece that allows you space to have an awareness wow. bigger than this is hard, or this is how it is. Right. So, you know, right, uh, right. or yeah. I screwed up some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people just try to positivity themselves out of it. Well, I'll just think of positive thought, but then they're still stuck with the problem. And yeah. I'm like, well, that doesn't, that actually doesn't help either. You know? Right. So yeah, there is a different view
0: hmm.
2: And, mm-hmm. and I know the challenge what you and I are trying to bring to people in some ways is we're trying to bring what's invisible visible.
1: That's true. Yeah. 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 And the and the other thing that goes along with that, that, that you and I were talking about as well before mm-hmm. is the whole um, past, present and future. Mm. Um, and so many of us live, you know, part of the time in the past or all of the time in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, be that good or bad
2: Mm
1: -hmm. right they're remembering bad things or good things
2: Mm -hmm. they're not actually living Um, in the past though
1: that's they're remembering the past well that's that's true (laughs) but because they carry it around with them all the time they are living from that
2: oh there's about yeah it's living from it not you can't live in it you actually can right. you're actually here right
1: right Right. I no no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. No, I wasn't really I totally correcting agree. you. Yeah, totally no, no, no. I no, no, to get a no, distinction. I'm, yeah, no, no, but I, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate you you bringing that out. That's yeah. you know, um yeah. it's be because it feels like you're living in the past.
2: Yeah. Oh, the fee- oh for sure. Yeah, right. Because yeah. the thinking of the past brings up feelings of the past. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. But it does and feel so like it's, it is. Better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and like we were saying before, you know, you you can't control the future. The future is out there every minute, (laughs) always. Well, not always, but you know, at a certain point, but (laughs) the the present Well, it's actually non-existent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the present, the present is where we, is where we live. Yeah. And, and if, and if our minds are always in the past or thinking about what might be in the future, Mm -hmm. then we're missing, we're missing our lives. We're not living in our lives. And that's, and that's a, a, um, that includes having an awareness of, of everything in your life, including Mm -hmm. your body and including your health.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, But you can see where some of the resistance, right. And and, mm. and it's good to use the word resistance because resistance in the body is inflammation. Mm -hmm. And most people, this is just my observation most people mm. live in the future in their heads mm-hmm. and their bodies are in the past now it's uh, not because it's actually yeah. here right no 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 but I, if get it. I get your sense it. of self yeah. is coming from the past yes <laughs> yeah. and you're busy in the future yeah the the body is you like, like what like yeah. what okay well like, what am I supposed to do? And it's confused. You can see the confusion. And then people are trying to solve the confusion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by future problem solving. And I'm like, oh boy, like you can see why it becomes really messy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, even more than just messy,
2: (laughs) it creates bad, it creates
1: bad situations
2: it totally does. in the like present that like then, then become erase. the
1: past that you get involved in. It's like this little, it's like this little hamster wheel, right? That Yeah. You just, um,
2: yeah. 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 So noticing that you're not actually here is one of the best. Hmm. Gosh. If I was to use a tool, mm-hmm. I don't use mm-hmm. tools and strategies, but that is one thing I point people to is that if you're up in your head, you're actually not here because this present moment has a feeling to it. As a noticing has a deeper sense yeah. of embodiment to it yeah. and most people are not in their body yeah mm-hmm.
1: well and the other thing that that comes to mind for me that that kind of has to do with it as well is the realization that actually what we're seeing happening outside of our bodies mm-hmm. with our eyes and our mind <clears throat> isn't 100 percent true mm-hmm. um and, and yet the way our whole society even has been built
2: mm-hmm.
1: is that it's what you see mm-hmm. that you believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and what you're seeing isn't correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally isn't correct. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's why the police don't use eyewitness reports. They'll take video. Mm-hmm. They love to have <clears throat> video of crimes or whatever. But they don't want, you know, um, eyewitnesses are are notoriously incorrect.
2: Yeah. Well, because all of our sensing occurs in our brain. Mm. right? And it, so I was trained in neurology from an outside in model, which is very interesting. Right. And so then to have this like epiphany of an aha, like, oh, my gosh, it's not just It's not just our physiology that's going from an inside-out healing model. It's it's literally our thinking is coming Mm. from inside-out. It's not out there. I'm actually not seeing what I think I'm seeing. It's what I'm expecting to see is Mm. going on in front of me. Mm -hmm. And so because this brain is a predictive machine, as it starts to take in data, it starts to create maps. And the truth is we all have different maps. And so what someone sees and another person sees will be completely different. Yeah. And there is actually, I mean, this starts to feel very quantum-like, but it's, it's being proven in science that without, I mean, Nobel laureates have said it, without human beings having the internal sensing that we have, there would actually be no external world. Like it only exists because we are here experiencing it. Yeah. But it is experience that you're pointing to is that Yeah, You know, it's, it's your experience, which that that starts to lay the map, but Mm. most people don't know where their experience is coming from. They believe they're building a map from outside in, which then you have to manage the map. Whereas when you Mm. and I started to see it, it's like, oh my gosh, like, no, no, no. The the map is actually an inside out thing. When I can see a space to lay new map, the territory totally changes. It totally changes in an instant. Which is what I speak to in physiology, right? I'm going to do a yeah. course on autoimmunity and I'm going to take people upstream about the map. Like the map they currently have can only be navigated a certain way. Mm-hmm. But if I actually have them consider, look down the hall, go to the right and dissolve the map, what newly shows up for them, that's an access to changing what happens moment to moment going forward for them.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah
2: dropping the past, just like what you said, don't carry it around with you. You're actually, you're actually Mm going to take what you know about your illness, whatever it is, and you're going to just set it down. Yeah. That's not going away. You can pick it back up. I'm not, I don't tell people they can't pick it back up, Yeah, but what if you just set it down? Right. And first off, they feel relieved. They're like, Oh God, how would that feel? I'm like, Oh, it feels awesome. Doesn't it? And you know, and then the second part is okay. In the nothingness, what exists? And they're all like, yeah, yeah. And then we pick it back up again because we're like that. We like to know, right? But it's okay. It's, it's, it's a fun game to play for a while. <laughs> well,
1: but, but the, the neat thing is, is that they've had that experience and they know that that's there.
2: Totally. Oh, they get
1: a glimpse. <laughs> and that's right. And they can go back to it whenever they want. And they'll wow. start doing it more and more.
2: Yeah. And that's the muscle you and I were talking about yes. noticing, right? Noticing is the muscle. So it, until you have an awareness that you mm-hmm. even have the sunglasses on, right? nothing can really change. So if we get you behind that, whereas I talk about it sometimes like a silent witness, because Mm -hmm. we can be aware of our thinking, like humans have this amazing ability. That's what has made us in kind of higher order in species is that we can be aware (gasps) of our thinking. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Like that is incredible. That's consciousness. We have consciousness. My dog does not have consciousness. It's kind of aware of its current moment. That's it. Like it doesn't have this whole ability. And so but that area can also get very confusing for people and it makes them feel very heavy and tight. And so it's like, what if we get a new view of that? So I love the realm and playing it.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, that's, um, that sounds like actually a, maybe
1: a good, a good place yeah. to um, kind of wrap up. We've kind of built and built and built and gotten to yeah. That, that, yeah.
2: that place. Perfect. Well, I really appreciate. Like, I'm always grateful to be here. I'm, I'm grateful to be in these conversations. First off, because these conversations are mind-expanding, and um, and they're just so enlivening to my soul. So, thank you for inviting me on. Well, thank thank you for being mm-hmm.
1: here. It's been. Yeah. It's, I've definitely enjoyed it for sure. Great. So, um, and if people want to reach out to you, um, if you have a website or or a uh, or, or yeah I do have a website I wouldn't say it's
2: mm-hmm. um, let me put it, it this way
1: is there some place you would like them to be able to get in touch with you
2: <laughs> I think well at this point I'd say where I am on the journey Facebook is probably the easiest and okay. so I'm at Kari Klein K-A-R-I and then Klein K-L-E-I-N um, yeah. in Facebook sometimes it goes this life Kari Klein is like a little trailer mm-hmm. um, so I should be there on Facebook and that's got a little okay. bit more of me just to get a sense of me and okay, what I'm up to. Good. And then I've also created a Facebook group. Um, my website has interesting things. I just haven't put on kind of my newer ugh, where yeah. I'm headed because it was a little bit more as I was doing both chiropractic and, um, okay. and then I'm on Instagram at the handle.
1: Okay. Well, why don't you, um, I will put both of those in the yeah. show notes and cool. then people can, can get a hold yeah. of you, whatever works Fun. best for them fun. So um, thank you. Okay. Well, let me do my little, my little ending yeah. here, which is that I am not a doctor and this is not, should not be considered to be medical advice, even though Carrie is a licensed chiropractor. Oh, well, um, no,
2: I'm unlicensed. Remember? Oh, you're
1: unlicensed. Oh right. my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I'm my mistake. Now. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So neither of us are giving medical right. advice. None of us. <laughs> and If you have any sort of medical issues, please go and see your own doctor. And if you're having an emergency, definitely go to the emergency room. Uh So that, I think, is it for today. And um, I will see all of you next week.